Hello and welcome to another episode of Wrestling News Central. I'm James. Alongside me is Raisalan. And today we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Um, we're going to talk about the male and female of the year. Because, you know, this is the first episode of the new year in 2020. So just kind of a year recap uh, very briefly. And then we're going to be talking about some things that happened on Monday. And I know Raisalan's so excited to talk about the wedding. Definitely not. I don't see why. You don't see why what? I'm not excited to talk about it? Well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, we know in history with WWE weddings, um, something they interesting. All go so, they all go so smoothly. Well, yeah, and, you know, everything goes smoothly as planned, and they get live happily ever after. Hmm. Hmm, how don't about they, that? Don't they always, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that'd be my dream wedding, but. Well, yeah, but. It ain't going to happen. Well, there's going uh, to be fallout at your wedding. There's going to be, like, people are going to be interrupting and. And jumping out of cakes? I wouldn't be surprised. I can, I, I can see you getting in a cake and I'm jumping out. I'm not jumping out. out of a cake. Unless you're going to pay for a cake that big. <laughs> I ain't jumping out of a cake. Well, don't never say never, Raceland. I just did. Uh, <laughs> since we're already talking about weddings, let's go ahead and talk about the wedding from Monday night and a little, bit of, a little bit of Monday Night Raw. So the wedding was actually the main event of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it was so, the last thing on the show. So what do you think about them putting the main event? That in the main event slot. Uh, they kept advertising it, and I got tired of waiting. But that's I, a good thing, though, right? No, I didn't like it. I got tired so, of like no. So when I say I got tired of waiting, I really meant I got tired of seeing all these promos for it. I was just ready for it to happen. So I, you, do you think they should have done it either right off the bat, or do you? Th- I would have done right off the bat. I would have okay. done the start of the show. Okay. Start of the show for me would have been. The best place to do it. Looking back on it. Looking back on it the way they did it, especially with Liv Morgan coming out, I get it. Yeah. I get why they put it that far back or even at the end. But I I don't know. I just, it's something that, again, didn't really want to watch. So to have to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And they keep showing Lana's backstage and Bobby Lashley's flexing in the mirror. It's (laughs) like, okay, maybe it'll be up next. No, it's not next. Okay. It wasn't next. And I didn't mind it being, I guess, I don't know. I guess I, I didn't mind it being main event just because of how much time they've been putting in the storyline. Right. And how much they've been promoting it. And yeah. then they had the Liv Morgan, uh, the package earlier in the show. And then they did do the backstage peak ends between those two. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, maybe they're trying to get viewers in the third hour. I, I don't know, but. I, well. I mean, it wouldn't be my preference of a main event, but like you said, I kind of see why they did it. But Liv Morgan, I mean, what's your thoughts on Liv Morgan crashing the wedding after... I didn't f- expect it. <laughs> no. I really didn't expect it. No, I... I don't know what to say. I had a feeling that once she came out, um, especially after all the mumbo-jumbo, you know, Lana's first husband and Lashley's first wife and... That poor first husband, man, he got slammed right in the mat. Yeah, he did. Uh, I had a feeling that it was going to end up not that that uh, Liv Morgan wasn't with Bobby Lashley, but instead she had been with Lana instead. I had a feeling that's where it was going to go, and of course I was right. Once she came out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. One, once, once after, well, obviously after she came out, because I didn't know she was going to come out before right. then. I'm just clarifying for the, the listeners well, I'm home. sure they figured out that. That's what I meant. Well, you know, unlike you, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit you know behind the eight ball sometimes. Yeah, and it's not always a bad thing. No, but 
Um, but no, yeah. So she, I don't know what to, I don't, I don't know where they go from here. Honestly, I don't. You know where they're gonna go from here. It's gonna be bad. Bring on Teddy Long. It's gonna be a mixed match tag, mixed tag match. There we go. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That's what that's the idea they're gonna go with. That's the only. Why else Probably. would they bring uh, Liv and out and then Rusev crash? I mean, I expected Rusev to crash the party, yeah, especially I when there's so. a ten foot cake in the middle of the ring. You know, someone's in the cake. That was a dead giveaway. At, at first, I didn't think so. I but then I it just dawned on me. And it's like, who would pay for a cake that big? Lana would. It, she and, would. And that was the answer, and why I didn't figure it out right away. It's like, because well, I mean, this is all Lana. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in character, Lana wants the everything be perfect, everything be bigger than life, and and that was the cake in the middle of the ring. But however, it was a Rusev and a cake. It was Rusev, Rusev and a cake who gave a super kick. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, lit. I was kind of, I was surprised Liv showed up. I was too. Um, and actually, it was threw me, it threw me off so much that I actually had to go back and I watched the um the preview packages they do right like with Liv Morgan right before the debut and so the first one happened on December 9th right I was like okay and then as they progressed she did keep mentioning this one person but in my head I'm like okay well then if, if unless I forget I don't think Lana and Liv ever had anything to do with each other no I don't think they did so for me it's like would the storyline be better if they had some kind of crossing at one point before Liv got booted off the probably, air? Probably. Probably. But I don't... I mean, unless something happened in, like, a, a Battle Royal or a Rumble Royal, something where Lana eliminated Liv Morgan, I don't know. I didn't spend enough time on it like you did. But... St- it It doesn't make too much sense, but then again, it does. Because you don't know what happened. It leaves the wondering in aspect, right, I guess. Right, of like what actually happened. But it just, for me, it's just like, it, it leaves so many questions, which I guess is a good thing, because now they can go back Monday night and answer the questions and fill in the blanks. And which will draw people in. Right. So, it's not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's not. By no means it, it is it. I mean, it, it's uh, it's actually a good business move. It really is. But it, it got my attention even more. Well, look at me. It made me go and research things. You went things. back and looked at things. Well, when you do a podcast, sometimes you got to do your homework. And, you know, when... Apparently, I don't do enough homework. Well, you do homework, but you know this me. This is why I passed with C's. <laughs> this is why I passed high school with a C average. What do we always say in college? C's get degrees. And you D's and I... D's get degrees in college. Well, unless you were in that math class, and it was definitely don't, let's not... Let's not talk about that math class. Hey, man, that's where I, that's where it all started. Well, well, with you and me, yeah. Yeah, so history. Although, although you like to say it was a different class. Well, we we so you and I became friends when we started talking in our one of our uh, what do you want to call it a theater class? No, a theater history type. No, we we were friends before then. No, we weren't. Yeah, we were. No, no, it we, was in it was um, it wasn't math. It was radio class. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, because you and Eddie. Good brother Eddie, we're talking about wrestling, and my nosy behind, butted in. No, no, uh, you and uh, we 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 have talked about this, and you agree with me every time after I tell you. <laughs> we were so. What would you call it? Class theater, like a theater history class, or yeah, it was theater history. It's some sort of theater type class. That's what the t- that was the name of the cl- the class. Was it theater history? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, because the one with the movies, I did that one with. 
one of my other friends. Yeah, intro to film. I was not in that class. No, not that one. The other one with, and it was the same classroom. I did it with Andy, my friend Andy. I was in that class. No, I wasn't. No, you weren't. No, I wasn't. No, it's the same class though. Intro to film. No, one film. Because it was with that same professor. Video production. No, different professor. Same. It was in the class. It was the same classroom. Well, uh, you and I had our theater history class. Yeah, but we we're... had our theater history class. Andy and I had a, had another class. I want to say it was. Oh, uh, what was it? I want to say it was first semester freshman year. Andy and I had a video type class where so what we would we would watch old videos and then we would have a paper to do on it. We would have to do a paper on it, like analyze it and look at it. It, it sounds like what you what you and I had. Yeah. Injured a film. Right. But it's different. Okay. It's I didn't take that it's, class. It's then. theater based. Okay. It's the theater based films. Oh, I didn't so, watch that then. No. No. Well, good for you. But uh no. You and I in theater history, we became friends because your backpack had a Jaguar on it. And I noticed and I'm like, hey, that's a Jacksonville Jaguar logo. And I asked you or I didn't ask you, I was like, So are you a Jaguar fan? Yeah, and then we start talking about football. I think that was a very sad response to like yeah. it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> that it was. probably was. Yeah, that and was... then that's how you and I started talking, and then oh, we had the same math class. We had a lot of classes together. We didn't even know it. We had what three? At least three. We had at least three. Yeah. At least three because we had theater history, math, and uh, radio. Yeah, radio class, but. Uh, I mean, we're just blabbing at this point, giving I, stories look, that no one probably cares about. Here's the about. thing: we flab this, our gums. This this pertains to wrestling. Just just give us a second. But so, like James said earlier, me and uh, good brother Eddie, we were talking about wrestling, and James, you know, just kind of wanders himself in and starts. Hey, you guys are wrestling fans too, huh? And it, that's where it began. Yeah, and that's where it began. For, that's and if it wasn't for that moment. Or any of those other moments, this podcast would even exist because... And I would have no friends. <laughs> Life is rough, man. We, I mean, we were the... Yeah, I mean, I didn't have many friends on that campus either, so... Well, we I'm had... talking in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so... Speaking of no friends, Lana had no friends at the wedding. She had Bobby Lashley. That was it? You see all those empty chairs? <sighs> yeah. Which I love that well, addition to it, by the way. I did too, but who? Someone pointed it out. It was either Vic Joseph or Jerry the King Lawler. One of them said, uh, "Well, I wonder if she even invited people." Yeah, she did. Did she? I, if, if I remember correctly, which you know my memory's not good. Well, I know that. In certain things, I think she was inviting people. You know, off air. You know, in quotations. I think she was. I don't, maybe because of what Eric Rowan said and did, but I don't know. But at the end of the day, I mean, at, at least in my mind, it's better storyline if, um, not, I'm not going to say better storyline. In my mind, it'd be better if like, oh, uh, no one likes her because of her attitude. Right. On character, obviously. Right, right. Uh, and no one came to the wedding. Well, no one did come to the wedding. And... At the end of the day, she ended up getting cake thrown on her. Yeah. And she, and after everything, it wasn't about 
the wedding being ruined. It wasn't about Bobby uh, having a first wife. It wasn't about the her first husband. Her first husband who got man, I feel bad for the dude. And th- it was all about <laughs> getting cake in her hair. Yeah. Which the funniest part about that scene though about that entire moment the entire wrestling moment is Lana kissed the black literally off of Bobby Lashley's face because I don't know exactly what it was her makeup smeared or something but she had spots on her just above one of her eyes a little bit on her forehead and on her nose it was bad she was discolored from after making out with Bobby Lashley my favorite part of the thing was the 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 minister it's hilarious. Oh, the minister was pretty good. <laughs> the minister was pretty good. I mean, he was one of those, you know, gold nuggets, like, which helped made the... Yeah, it was pretty good. So, I'm happy they he had that guy. He did a pretty good job. He did. And he scampered up the ramp. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I'm leaving. He just... He, he, I don't know if you could see him. Oh, I could see him. I watched him uh, run back up the ramp, and I saw him run through the exit, and I'm like, oh, there he goes. I, I saw that, too, and I laughed. Well, I mean, yeah. and then Rusev's bow tie was kind of funny. Oh, I love the red bow tie. Still not as funny as the uh, Donald the Duck shirt. I mean, yeah, it was comical, but uh, I mean, I just, I found it funny. I, I loved the fact that he was just wearing a red bow tie for no reason. Yeah. I just love this Rusev character. I do too. I think it's... I do too. I don't know about you, but I feel like, you know, what we've seen on like Total Divas and stuff, this is Rusev being Rusev. Right. Which makes right. it 10 times better. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and move on. Okay, sounds good. Uh, CM Punk is teasing his move back to wrestling again. Again, I still don't know if it's going to happen. We all hope it happens. Um, at least for another, you know, maybe a couple more matches, whatever. But here recently, someone tweeted out a picture of the original lineup for WrestleMania 30. And CM Punk found it, got a hold of it, and put it on his Instagram story. So here's the original, the original uh, match card for WrestleMania 30: Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose for the United States Championship. They've got Big Show versus Kane, Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt with Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, Taker versus Lesnar, Punk versus Triple H, and then just Batista versus Randy Orton. For the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Now, going back and looking, let me pull it back up real quick. The original WrestleMania 30 lineup. Let's see, because I know it was uh, the Shield faced off against. Um. Oh, who was it? The Shield faced Kane and the New Age Outlaws, uh, Billy Gunn and Road Dog. Uh, the Usos defeated Los Matadores, uh, the Real Americans, and Ryb Axel. Obviously, Triple H beat, or I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan beat Triple H to move on to the main event. Uh, Cesaro won the 31-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, eliminating Big Show at last. Cena did fight Bray Wyatt. Uh, Lesnar, Taker obviously happened. AJ Lee defeated... Uh, a plethora of uh, women's other other women to uh, win the Vicky Guerrero Invitational for the Divas Championship, and then obviously Daniel Bryan won the uh, 
World Heavyweight Championship. So no major differences. I mean, there's a couple of tweaks in there. Well, the major difference, Daniel Bryan got added to the main event and he won the championship. Yeah, but... I yeah. mean, the, the, the Shield didn't have a match and they ended up in a match. Yeah. I it, mean, that's Kane a, versus Big Show didn't happen. Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. Nothing against the two, but I mean... Well, it's nothing against the two, but I mean... At that point in their careers, I mean, do you really want to see Kane and Big Show one-on-one? Yeah. So, I guess the one person we really have to thank for Daniel Bryan becoming WWE World Heavyweight Champion is CM Punk. Because if CM Punk doesn't leave, then, you know, that storyline obviously goes different. Yeah, but I am interested. I'm, I'm curious to wonder... Because the match between CM Punk and Triple H, what would the angle be for that? That would be something I would be interested in. Well, I have a feeling that it would have been... Will Because be, if you think back... Um, I'm sure it would have been a long-standing rivalry. Because what CM Punk's last match was Money in the Bank against Somewhere John Cena. There. Because his his contract expired that night, although it had actually expired a few days before, or maybe maybe the night before, and then he went out and cut after. Was it the night after? Money in the bank. I don't think it was. Uh, I'm not really sure. Let's, it was so long ago. Let's go ahead and see. I mean, I'm sure it would have an angle to do with that area. I mean, Triple H being, you know, Vince's. Let's Son see. Of so all. that happened on six twenty seven of two thousand eleven. Money in the bank two thousand eleven. Oh, if I could spell. Yeah. Money in the bank two thousand eleven happened on July seventeenth. So ten days. Ten days. So around no, those. No, a month and ten days. Because it was six twenty-seven. Was it six? I but said, what, in six, hindsight, it wasn't that long. Women twenty. Six, six twenty. So two, three weeks. Yeah, which ain't a long time. And in... right. So his 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 last match was against John Cena at Money in the Bank, and then he cut the promo two, three weeks later. And I'm sure that's probably what would have led up to it had he not gone off track. And I, I'd say off track with fairly good, with fairly decent leniency, because obviously he was given a mic to go out and air his grievances. But then he really, when he started making fun of Vince and Triple H and Stephanie, that's when they, and when they cut his mic off, that's when I think the tables really turned. Yeah. Because I think that had had he not gone and done that. He might have re-signed a new con. He might have re-signed with a new contract. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, of course, there are also people that, that still there. Are people that still believe that the whole thing was scripted. I don't know about that. I don't think so. If he, it was being script- away, being away for so long, I definitely wasn't scripted. Well, no, and I mean, and I mean, AJ Lee, who he's married to, also left. You know, within the first that same year, calendar year. Because her last match was at WrestleMania 31. I'm pretty sure it was 31, and the one that was at the Levi Stadium. Um, 
And then if it was scripted, I mean, it wouldn't take them a year to get back, like so many years, to get back into the door with WWE. And he even said on you know the backstage, he's not even working for WWE right now. He's working for Fox. Right. So the door is not even completely like all the way open between those two yet. Well, so, I'm sure there have been conversations. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure there have been. But we'll really get an idea if he comes at. If he comes during WrestleMania season to have a match, then we'll know. Especially, especially if he returns like at the Rumble, like everyone thinks he will. I don't know if he will. I, I I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd I'd bet he he didn't come back at the Royal Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised either way because he he's not even doing full time on but, backstage. No, so maybe that's a key indication that he is going to step back inside the ring. I don't know. For me, it would be a lot better if that if he, if he was doing the consistent backstage because then as it'd be like oh he's not going to get in the ring he likes this role right right but now he's not doing that a lot i mean i think he's only right. been on it a couple times and that's what, yeah that's what i'm saying it's not consistent right so again maybe maybe that means he's training to get back in maybe that just we're overthinking it i think we're overthinking it well i'm over oh with that thought overthinking it but i again i don't think that has anything to do with him returning to the ring right Missing that, but that much time. It is crazy looking back on it so many years later. How, it is because that's one of. I mean, we, obviously we're going to be talking about uh, moments of the decade coming up shortly. But that moment with Daniel Bryan winning the world championship. Yeah, that was a big. It's probably the number, either one or two moment. I don't have anything listed, so I'm just going to have to go. Off I'm the top going. Of my that's head. what I'm doing. Going top so, of my head. I mean, that's because we didn't plan well for today. Well. <laughs> We with, didn't play it enough. With the playoffs happening. and Yeah, just a lot of other sports know. things going on right now. And I, I get it's it's something we should be doing with the podcast. But well, we also have a football one. We also have a football podcast. So, just plug it. Football Hawks. Football Hawks. Same website, anchor.fm. Look it up. Listen. Well, we greatly appreciate it. Also, this Wrestling News Central, I don't know if you know, but we're actually on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Are we now? We are. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, we are. Officially. Okay, I. It would help if I if I knew this. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I told you. You might have. I'm pretty forgetful oh, though. So we do have breaking news. Do we? We do. What's the breaking news? You brought the book. I did bring the book. Well, it's yeah, yeah. yeah that's breaking news. Yeah. We've talked about it on the show a couple times I, now. I finally and... put controversy creates cash in my uh, car to bring it to James so he can read it. I couldn't he, believe it. He says he's going to start reading it immediately, meaning he's going to read it on his way home in the car. Um, no. Well, you said immediately, and I gave it to you an hour ago. Well, well probably half hour immediately ago. No, when I get home ago. and comfortable and can concentrate on the book. But race on 2019 just wrapped up. Yes. New Year's Day was just this past week. Yes. So looking back on the year. Yes. Who would you say is the top... Male superstar and female superstars of the year. And it's probably an easy answer here for at least one of the two. Maybe even two of them. But who is it? Male superstar for me. He he didn't have a lot. He hasn't had a long run. But I'm going to go AJ Styles. Okay. For male of the year. Explain. Because I want to hear your opinion on it. Because for me, I see where you come from. AJ's the, one of the better in-ring performers. But he didn't have a long title reign, I don't think, in this year. When he was on SmackDown. 
early in the in early in 2019. Well, not in 2019, no. Oh, well, okay, never mind. I'm thinking of of the decade. Of the decade, I would agree with you, AJ of Styles. The decade, AJ Styles. Okay, no, sorry. Um, of the year, I, I misread. So, male superstar of the year, um, Kofi Kingston. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, respect that answer. I mean, he won the championship. He held it for a while. He's one half, or he's a, a third of one of the greatest tag teams WWE has ever had. So, he's had a great year. Yeah, it's hard to take that away from him. So, uh, female of the year for me, obviously Becky Lynch. There's no doubt about that one. Yeah, there's no if debate. You wanna, if you want to branch out into NXT, I'd be willing to say say Shayna Baszler probably had a better year yeah. than what Becky Lynch did. Well, I'm going to go with no. I'd I, say yeah. I'm going to go no. The reason I say no is, do I agree Shayna Baszler had a hell of a year? Yes. Because of the fact that she was champion for so long. 200 plus days. Right. 260 plus However, days. This is where Becky has the advantage of main roster. She was one the first ever women's main event WrestleMania. Right. She won the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship in that same match. Right. First and only woman to pin Ronda Rousey. Right. She she became arguably the face of the WWE brand. Right. In the 2019. Right. She was must-see television even when, at times, Raw or SmackDown was very lackluster. Right. For me, it's hard to... And this, again, this is where Becky has the the advantage. Right. But the way she's done it in the 2019, I mean, how it's hard to not give it to her. Right, it is. But to, to argue for Shayna Baszler is she did a lot of those things and beat Becky Lynch and Bailey at Survivor Series. I would say, I, I see where you're coming from. Although, she's been a dominant Shana, champion all year. You bring up Survivor Series, Shayna Baszler's not even the MVP of Survivor Series. Well, no, that's Keith Lee. I say it's Rhea Ripley. Oh, of, of the weekend? Of the weekend. Oh, I'd say Ripley, yeah, sure. Because, I mean, what she did at TakeOver and then what she did at the main roster. Right. Keith Lee, okay, Keith Lee is going to be a star for years to come. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Vince was really impressed, and he really liked what he saw to Keith Lee. Can you believe you and I and went and saw Keith Lee for $20? We went and saw Keith Lee for $20. Close and personal. Well, not close I enough. mean, 10 feet within the ring, that's close and personal in our book. 10, I'd, 15 feet. I'd say probably about 15, yeah. That's still close for us. That's close that's as nice. we've been in the ring. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but no, I, I would have said he was MVP of that night. I would of, agree. Of Survivor Series. Of the night, yes. Because. For sure. He was one that I did not expect to be last in that match for NXT. Yeah. I will tell you the one thing that really upset me about that men's Survivor Series match was that Walter got eliminated so early. And he looked weak. He did not look good. He's a big guy who is a dominant champion for NXT UK. And he looked bad in that match getting beat yeah. in the first two minutes. I was not happy. Well, and that's the thing with that, though, is... I mean, would you squash Braun like that in two minutes? No, you wouldn't. No, definitely no. not. No, so why would you do it to Walter? Because he's NXT UK? Because that's looked at as one of the lower-type brands? 
I, I, it just doesn't make sense. He's I agree a, he's it doesn't a, make he's sense. A, he's a champion. How are you going to squash him? I would have understood someone like Dijakovic, who's not a champion, but, I mean, come on. Why is it every year they had that they have have one someone get squashed like that? It's a trend. It really is. It's a trend in the, in the, the Survivor Series matchup to have one person get squashed like that. Although I will tell you, my favorite one that I've ever seen uh, was DX. It was Team DX versus was it Team Miz and Morrison? I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, who was it? Shawn Michaels eliminated Mike Knox in the first, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Because this is back. Mike Knox was in ECW with, with Kelly Kelly. And Triple H was standing off to the side trying to get Kelly Kelly to stand up and <laughs> expose herself on. Yeah. And Mike Knox got mad and pushed Triple H got super kicked and then lost and so he got eliminated and Shawn Michaels gets up and goes who was that <laughs> <laughs> yeah was he in the match <laughs> and Matt Hardy goes he was <laughs> so Shawn, and then Shawn goes okay so we're I did good <laughs> I did good <laughs> that's my that's one of my favorites one of my favorite Survivor Series matches or moments I should say but yeah, but at least in that squash, that's funny. That was, that, I, I totally to sh- forgot about that moment. I have moment. to show you that one again. I want to watch that one because that's funny. <laughs> but at least with that squash, though, there was a distraction that led to it. It was funny. It. it was funny. And it was humorous. But it Walter, was. I mean, that's they. he beat Pete Dunne, if I remember correctly, to yeah, win the title. Yeah, he beat Pete Dunne for the UK championship. That was when Pete Dunne was the longest reigning champion in the business. Yes. So very controversial there. But I don't like it. Anyway. Women, I'm not going to argue. I mean, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, obviously. Um, the men's, though, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. You Seth Rollins? Yeah. Because I totally see where you come from with Kofi. I'm just going to pick Seth because of the fact I want to be different. wouldn't be good for content if I agree with you at both times. Well, I mean, it, would, it wouldn't matter. But I don't think it would matter. It's hard. Well, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. And I was, right, right. You know, and... And I guess that's no easy feat, but... No, it's not an easy feat, but then... I guess the thing with the fiend, he kind of he kind of botched that. Although it's not necessarily his fault, booking wasn't good. Booking wasn't good. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna be different. Pick Seth Rollins. All right, fine, be that way. I will be that way. Anyway, all right. So top moments of 2019 for you. Well, what do you got? 2019 moments. Yeah. Um, I got to think hard on this one. To me, I mean, this is going to sound bad. It wasn't like 2019 was good for us. Like WWE wise, it was good. It wasn't bad. It was, but memorable moments that we'll remember for years to come, very limited. I think Kofi Kingston's win at Mania will be remembered forever. Yep. Um, I think Becky's moment will live forever. Yep. Um, I'd be willing to put in uh, what you talked about Rollins beating Lesnar. Uh, I'd be willing to say that'll be. Now I'm not gonna say live forever, but that's a big moment of the year. That's a big moment of that's the year. That's a big moment of the year. Um, CM Punk's return, even if even if it's on if, backstage. Yeah, if you want to count that out, yeah, that'd be a big one, just because of the possibilities it can lead to, and no one ever thought it would happen. Right. Um. I mean, I'm trying to think. Kurt Angle retiring. Kurt Angle retiring. Yep. I mean, 
that's still gonna be a moment. Just uh, trying to think what else happened. Um, Brock Lesnar in the Money in the Bank match. That was a big moment. We all hated it because we all thought Ali was gonna win. Yeah, I think that was a big moment because I think Brock Party was hilarious. Oh, the Brock Party was fantastic. Um, the Fiend. The Fiend's the definitely fiend a big was moment. A big one. Uh, a little bit goofy moment, but I literally loved um. Brock Lesnar slapping the crap out of Paul Heyman with the contract. That was funny. We have to watch <laughs> that one back, too. <laughs> um, like I said, goofy. It won't be remembered forever, but it was hilarious. It was It was pretty good. Um, the Rock coming back for the SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. calling uh, Baron Corbin a super tough dude. Yeah. Um, and we hit on this last week, and we act, I'm shocked it didn't make the list. It's a big moment, and... Uh, wasn't very good, in my opinion. But the match on New Year's Eve. I mean, that's gonna be that's a big you think moment. It's a big moment. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Now, I think it. I think I think that was the first match on New Year's Eve. No, I, I doubt that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But when you look at memorable moments, we there really wasn't a lot. Yeah. Dakota Kai turning heel. That was a big, eh, that was a pretty big moment, yeah. I uh, mean, and uh, Ripley beating Shayna Baszler for the women, NXT Women's Championship. That was big, but predictable. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it being predictable. Well, I, I mean, think I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be predictable. I wanted that feud to ride out a little bit longer. Yes, I was. I'm with you there. But the rumors are that Shayna Baszler is going to get called up soon. Well, that. But after the, I, I think. On the outside looking in, I think WWE was kind of caught off guard with how great Rhea Ripley was in the weekend of yeah. Survivor Series. Yeah. But not only that, but how the crowd connected with her. Right. How they all got behind her and, yeah. and rushed her to the top. I think when they found that, it was. I think that Shayna Baszler match was set in stone like that she was going to win that title. Right. right. But, and Shayna Baszler were coming up. That will be good for that'll her. Be good for the, that'll be good for the current roster it should be anyway uh the return of pyro the return of pyro sasha banks coming back it's kind of unexpected bailey's heel turn that was a big moment big moment um she's been okay heel i mean she's not been bad i like it i like her as a heel i just don't know how long they're gonna keep going with it i oh i got another one for you the 24 7 championship that's a now we 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 we're, we're talking just one specific thing, but we've missed a big moment, an extremely big moment that I just thought of, and that was the birth of AEW. AEW, they, it's a big moment of the year. Yeah. Um, and if you say no, then you can get out. Well, I mean, if you say no, then I I think you'd be an ignorant fan. I mean, I don't mean that in the most respectful way, because if you say no, that AEW is not a big moment in wrestling, then yeah, I mean, you well, that's obviously... that's what we're talking about, is wrestling. Right. Well, I'm, I'm just connecting to your point, like, you can't right, say no. Right. I mean, right. whether you like the brand or not, you have to admit, I mean, look at the... It's very 1990s feel when it comes right. to the... Right, right. Because they're more focused on the in-ring than they are. The uh, story. The storyline. So it's more like the 80s. 
instead of the the 90s well i say the 90s feel because us as a fan base a wrestling fan base is trying to make it like a wcw wwe thing well even wcw there for a little while focused on more story they i'm it was pretty 50 50 um especially when it came to when it came to guys like hulk hogan and the nwo and sting that was more story driven but when it kind of came to cruiserweights like jericho and malenko uh, juventud guerrero Rey mysterio those guys were this the the wrestling based because yeah. they weren't given airtime to run their storyline right so and then obviously during that time unless you watched lucha libre uh mexican style wrestling you weren't seeing all of this cruiserweight high-flying action well it was anywhere else well yeah it was, except it was, on wcw and so that's how they told their story right and so that's why I said going back to the 80s because in the 80s they didn't do storylines. Yeah, like the 70s and 80s it was more They didn't really do storylines. Well, that's because they didn't have the 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 TV right like right, they do right. now. I mean, then right. back then you had to go watch the show in person to catch the see it. Yeah. And yeah. you can't keep a storyline going from show to show to show to show to show. Right. With different live audiences. Um we just touched on moments from the year, but let's talk about some moments of the decade. All right, what do you got? I think the one that you pointed out the one with Daniel Bryan, so we don't need to hit on that anymore. But Which, I think the, the the winning the championship 30? at thirty. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think the one that has come right after that is the streak ending at the same. Yes, yes, I, I agree. I mean that has to. I mean I, I, I agree because you know that no one ever thought it would happen, and no. you know, and it, it, arguably the down. I mean. It was that was, was what capital uh, catapulted Black Lesnar. I don't know if you'd want to if you consider a big moment of the decade, but I I probably would. Uh, Roman Reigns beating Taker at Mania. Um, Not, I mean it didn't really do too much for Roman Reigns, but it just kind of planted the flag that you know he's the next guy. Well, he's the next top dog. Yeah, we all knew going into that he was going to be the top dog, though. We knew at WrestleMania 32. Right, but did we all know that Roman Reigns was going to win? Yes. Yeah, we You knew. thought Roman Reigns going into that match Without was going to win? Without a doubt, dude. And look, so for those of you listening, and Raceland, you knew this, I was at that mania. Yeah, you were at that mania. All right. You and Pat. So when I say 90% of the people I talked to at that event, I mean 90%, and that's a lot of people. They knew Reigns was going to win that match. It was very pretty. I probably knew. It's too far back to remember. I probably knew, but I just, you know, hoping Taker would win. We all hoped Taker was going to win. Right. And you're going to win, you're going to hope he wins every match almost. Well, yeah. Because of the fact it's the Undertaker. old and decrepit. But <laughs> I think and if people going into that match didn't think he was going to win until then, when it got moved to the main event. Right. That was a big key factor, too. Okay. Main event. And then they bring out JR to call the match. Yeah. That was it. We Everyone knew. Yeah. And everyone, everyone in my row and section, we all turned and be like, this is it. Yeah. yeah. And if you watch the Stone Cold show, uh, Broken Skull. Which, by the way, they have announced a new guest. Kane. Kane is the new guest. 
He will, it, that is airing, let's see, a week from today. Because, okay, so, yeah, because uh, NXT UK has a... Uh, they have their pay-per-view, right? Yeah, they have a pay-per-view next Sunday. TakeOver Blackpool 2. They're bringing in some really big names for that show. For Blackpool? No, for the Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because, I mean, Very you, big you, start with, you start with Taker... I haven't watched the Goldberg one yet. I need to. But, uh, and then, obviously now Kane. Mayor Kane. Yeah. That was a big moment of the decade was Kane was elected mayor. Yeah. Good for him, though. Good for him. Um, what else? Uh, I had one, but I lost it. Heath Slater has kids. No. That was a big moment. No, it wasn't. That was was a funny moment. He has kids. It was funny, but it was a big moment. Um, two off the top of the head. AJ Styles. Debut. That was crazy. Sting's debut. Sting's debut and Sting's match. I think the match was very forgettable because it wasn't the best of match. But just the fact we saw Sting in a WWE ring out of WrestleMania. Oh, it was very memorable because you had both, because you had DX come out and then NWO. That was. That that part was memorable. But I think that's a moment on its own. Well, yeah. Um, That's a top moment of the decade, though. Rusev coming out on the tank. That's not a top moment of the decade. I think it is because I, I want to say that. that was the. Ma- I think he that was his, one of his few defeats at that time. Well, yeah, but I'm. Mean, it's not still not a top um, of the year for me. Seth Rollins cashing in, at thirty-one. At, yeah, thirty-one. That was a big one. Um, Let's see. I, Thirty-three. I mean, the Hardy Boys coming back. Yeah, the Hardy. That was thirty-two. That was thirty-three. Thirty-three. I was there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I had a random guy hug me in the... That's weird. Well, let's just say this guy was already kind of drunk. He was... Yeah. And then he came... Oh, I got it. The pipe bomb. That was that has to be on there. That's a big one. Um, Man. I'm sure there are others we're forgetting. I mean, I, I remember one that... Or I forgot one that I had that... Yeah. Trying to... I mean... Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can scroll through here. A lot of the memorable moments, though, have happened not with... They didn't happen within the last couple of years. Well, I'd say AEW was a big moment of the decade. Well, oh, WWE-wise, um, they haven't happened. Uh, Dusty Rhodes passing. Yeah. That was a big moment because he had such an impact on the uh, NXT um, Performance Center. So... I would agree with that. That was That's a big moment. Uh, let's see... Uh, it's, it's King, King having a heart attack that, <laughs> on live TV. Was that this decade? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. That seemed like forever ago. It does. It it did. It really did. Um, trying to oh, big moment of uh, 2020 or uh, 2019. Oh, I, I will say this: uh, the video game was a bunch of crap. <laughs> it still oh. is a bunch of crap. Well, 2K20 has always it's been going downhill the last couple well, of yeah, years. But, well, 2K20. 2K20 or 2K in general? 2K. It's actually gotten a lot better. 19 was the best one. But 2020 was bad. Nothing. Because there, apparently there was an unplayable... like It made the game unplayable because it was a major glitch. I, I didn't really read up on it, but apparently it had been resolved. Uh, I just miss the old SmackDown versus Raw games. I Well, I do too. But I just feel like it was simple... 
and, and that's what made it fun. Right. Right. I think they're getting too in depth with these games. Well, eh. it's no longer an arcade style like it has been, which is fine. Is it though? I mean, I I I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I but like it's it. a lot better when you can have a whole bunch of people come over, even non-wrestling fans, and have a match. Like, yeah, for me, because like, yeah, when I work, when I work, and I everyone picks on me because I'm a wrestling fan. Um, but the, they'll pick on me because I'm a wrestling fan. But they're like, those games are sweet, though. Right. They wouldn't think they're sweet today. Well, they might. I doubt it. I don't know. Just because it's too complex. Like, well, no, two K twenty is more complex than what. Oh, yeah. 19 was it, oh. it's a whole different monster in itself and i don't like it one bit and you can't so the, the controls are clunky and they they went too far they they overanalyzed it overthought it and it's not good it's definitely not good i just can't wait to see what ukes comes out with hopefully it's an actual aew game but there's no word on that yet ukes was the the mastermind behind the old yes magnavis raw games yeah. too yeah um. Yeah. Anyway, back to big moments. Shane McMahon coming back. Shane McMahon's return. Yep, that was a big one. Um. Kevin Owens' debut was yeah. pretty big. That that's real huge. That's big. That's really huge. Um. Same with the Shield. Yep. Shield. Uh. Let's wait. see. Uh. Oh, I just had one again. Billy Jim speech. No. You like to talk about that one, but no. It's hilarious. Um, I just had one. Oh, uh, DIY turn. That's a big... Chomp uh, turns heel. That was a good... I didn't expect it. No one expected it. Exactly. I'll, well, no, that happened in 2007. Never mind. Um, other, I mean, outside of those, I mean, it's hard to... Well, it's, I'm scrolling through Russell's own right now to see if I can't, <laughs> you know... Have anything pop up in my head? Um, let's see. I think oh, uh, Mickey James's return eh, and her leaving—that's not been really her, leave, her leaving and her, well, that whole storyline was bad. Well, um, one that's not a good thing. Broken Matt Hardy was a big part, even though it wasn't WWE. Broken Matt Hardy was big. Yeah, that, I think that was popular. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what were you saying? The TLC pay per view when everyone got sick. Or was that Extreme Rules? I think it was Extreme Rules, actually. I don't know. That was more, that was more of a of big this year plan, though. No, what, no, 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 no. Than what it was compared to the decade. No, that happened a couple years ago when everyone was sick. Everyone had measles? Yeah, was that last year? It wasn't this year. Maybe it was. I don't, I don't know. I it might have been this year. I, I don't think I'd consider that one a, a big part, though. The reason I say that's big is because I think people look back on it because it did have some good matches. Yeah. That was when you saw Finn Balor and AJ Styles. Um, Kurt Angle's yep. head Kurt versus Angle the drop canvas. Dropping on his head. Um, and Kurt Angle did look okay in that match, too. He looked fairly good. Um, but, yeah. Let's see. There was... Uh, oh, I just saw it. Um, oh, I just had it. I just saw it. I don't... I don't know. I can't think of it. But yeah, I mean. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, those are a lot. Of, we talked about a lot of top moments. We listened in a lot, a lot though. I mean, it was a pretty good amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Um, 
trying to think if there are any more. Uh, we could probably sit here all day and... We could sit here all day and think about it, but now we're just kind of creating too much dead air, and it's yeah. getting kind of bad. Well, let's not create dead air. Yeah. So I'm sure our time's running up on this episode. Got about 13 minutes, 12 minutes. Yeah, so looking forward, WrestleMania season quickly upon us. Royal Rumble's coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, we already had a couple names declared. Charlotte declared for the women's. Um, Roman Reigns declared for the men's. Elias is declared for the men's. Which, well, he's not declared, but he's pretty much. He's, he's teased it. So let me ask you this, and this is a question I'm sure that can spark a debate among the wrestling world, but do you like it when the people go out there and declare for the draft? Not draft, the rumble. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, but no. Because you you pretty much already knew that Charlotte and Reigns were going to be in theirs respectively. Right. So, but for someone someone like Elias, for someone like Elias who hasn't been on TV much here recently, yeah, I like to see that he's going to be in it. But I think you and I are on the same page there because when Charlotte declared, I was like, "Well, you're not going to be it's in another ob- match." It's obvious that she's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Right. It's like it's not. We don't need that time for you to cut a promo saying. I'm going to be in the draft. No, Unless you are, like you said, an Elias or a Mojo Raleigh or um, an R-Truth. Right. You don't need to declare. Right. So, do you think... Sh- so, let's talk about the odds of them winning. Do you think they have a good... Do you- Charlotte, what do you think of her chances of winning that match are? Uh, After the stat they talked about on Monday that she hasn't... This is the only thing she hasn't won yet. Um, Has she won Money in the Bank? No. Oh, okay, maybe not. She hasn't won a money bank yet. She said something along... It was her or one of the announcers said something. I think it was her. Said something along the lines of, this is the only big thing she has yet to accomplish. Because obviously she said, I main, I main event at WrestleMania. And so I think that it's pointing towards her, unless something else happens between now and then, which I wouldn't be surprised. But right now, I mean, I'd say she was a front runner. She'd be a strong front runner. Yeah. And Roman Reigns would obviously be a strong front runner for the men's. I think Roman's winning it. I don't think he will. I think he is. I, I don't think they'll do that again. I think so. I, I I have to wait for... I can see why you pick him, why you would say, but I'm going to have to I was wait a little bit more time to see you know, what else transpires. Because the Rumble isn't another for, for another, what? Two weeks. Two weeks, It's yeah. like the 26th. And so that's three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. But that three weeks, man, I can talk. That three I've weeks. I've that problem today too. That three weeks is going to go quick. I get that, but there's plenty of time to make storylines for this. Oh, for sure. And, and this is this is why I said a chance of winning. This ain't our prediction. Obviously, that comes no, later we'll down do the that. road. Yeah, the 26th. But we'll do that later. I I, I don't want to see Charlotte winning it. I, I just I it's not. I don't want to see her win it. It's I would rather see, and same with men's here in this scenario, I'd rather see an up-and-comer like Andrade win the men's or Ali. Ain't going to happen, ain't going to happen. But I see what you're saying. Unfortunately, no, but, like, yeah, I would like to see something like that. Someone who needs it for their character. Right. Someone who actually needs it instead of Roman Reigns or Charlotte Flair where they've proven themselves enough time and time again. Well, we're not professional bookers for the WWE, and we've never even Uh, stepped foot in a ring. Unfortunately. Right. So people may hate me for asking this question to you, 
but I don't care. Um, let's say Charlotte wins this match. All right. And they already said that she's, this is one of the only two things pretty much that she hasn't accomplished. Obviously this and the, and, um, the money in the bank match. Right. At what point do you rush her to win too many things at once? She's already had almost eight title reigns. She's main evented mania, which I'm not knocking them for the main event mania. Right, that should no, have been was, the main event. That was a good one. Um, she already won. She won. She became the first women's champion. Yeah. When they retired the Divas Championship. That was a big moment for the decade. Um, I'll give them that. But do you? Is it a dangerous thing if they have her win it and then now what? What is they're left to accomplish at that point? Well, so, so young in her career. Well, obviously she would have to. The, the last thing she would need to do is win Money in the Bank, but you expand that out a little bit and you'll give her a year or two after, and have her win it. I don't know. But is but as a fan, would that be kind of? It seems like they're trying to do a Roman Reigns thing with her. I think well, the I mean, fans will hate yeah, it. Well, obviously. I, yeah, I mean, I get it, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Other people might, but I, you probably would. But I, I wouldn't have a problem with it because it started winning. I would have a problem with it if she stales out because of right. it. You know what I'm saying? Because. Right. I enjoy Charlotte in the ring. I really do. Yeah, she's a, she's well. Look at who her dad is. Well, it's not even. I think it's in the it's in her blood. It's in her blood. Yes, I, and but she's creative. She's her. She she is her own person. She's not right. Ric Flair's daughter. She's Charlotte Flair. I'm and that's I'm so happy WWE has gotten away from that though. Yeah, oh, me too. Because remember when that Sasha Banks feud. Ric Flair was there constantly. Oh, well, yeah. Well, he was always there all the time. So, I'm, you know, it's good that, you know, he's not by her side every match. You right, know? right. Still, apparently, in, in character-wise. Apparently, his contract is expiring soon, so who knows what we're going to Who knows? But, uh, anyway, we are nearing the end of this episode. I told you I can get us some non-dead air time. Well, we are... I flab my gums. We're at 54 minutes, so just about done. We've got one segment left. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, yeah. Oh, man. Final thought. Man. You know, it, it. my final thought is this. I lost it. You want me to go? Yeah, I okay. lost it. I had it on my head. I was okay. getting ready to say it, and then I was like, man, I lost it. My final thought for for today is uh, 2019, great year for wrestling. Uh, 2010s was a great year for re- or was a great decade for wrestling. Uh, we can only hope for better. We 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 hope that AEW does what we think they will, what they could, and that is shine. Obviously, we want WWE to shine and exceed as well, but or succeed as well, but don't exceed either one brand, one promotion. Because we don't want to go. I mean, there are fans that really believe in AEW, and there are fans that really believe in WWE, and then there's us. We we believe in both. We want both to do really well. I just I hope they do. So I mean, for for this year, I hope it's a great year for anybody and everybody mm-hmm. in the wrestling business. 
and uh, I hope we have a, a, a strong decade, too. Yeah, I, I'm going to break my own rule here. I know we're not supposed to comment off other people's final thoughts and whatnot, but I'm breaking the rule. That's not a final thought, then, is it? Well, I'm not debating your final thought. Okay. It, it's something because, you know, like you said, there are strong feelings. There's some fans with strong feelings towards WWE or AEW right. where they want one or the other to fail. But as a wrestling fan, you'd want both of them to succeed. You, Yeah, you in all reality, you should. And, and you should want all wrestling promotions, whether it's AAA or, or Impact or New Japan, you, you you want all of them to exceed and do well, succeed and do well. Right, because if um, everything's doing well, then the business is doing well. Although I did read here recently that uh, New Japan and Access TV are in contract disputes because it knew the the cop or the uh, the contract with New Japan is up soon, okay. and I think I want to say there's another wrestling show going on Access. I want to say Impact, but I'm not sure. Because I, I saw somewhere that that another wrestling company was going to be on Access TV, and apparently New Japan didn't like that. Hmm. So Interesting. they have contract disputes right now. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Uh, I finally remember my final thought. All right, go for it. So You got three minutes. There's been... I'm not going to take three minutes. Good. There's been things going around because obviously, like you and I touched on last week, the WrestleMania card is still way up in the air. Yes. Normally about this time of the year, we know, like especially going into the Rumble, we have an idea of what Mania matches are going to be what. Well, and, not necessarily. But we have a good idea. It's an idea. You have a it's pretty a, good idea. A decent idea. And how many times are we right about it? A lot of times. 50. So I know that I've seen on Twitter, the wrestling Twitter, a lot of fans are kind of upset about that. Some are happy about that. And then there's been reports by, I don't know if they're credible or not, sources that WWE don't even know what the Mania match is going to be yet. They haven't decided anything yet. Which is I wouldn't odd. doubt that. Which I wouldn't either, but it's odd for them at this time of year because it said in the the thing that, and I don't know the source, so it ain't my source, it ain't me, that that normally at this time of year they would have well, an because, idea. Well, so I'm gonna here I'm gonna break a rumor here. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently, I think Dave Meltzer was actually the one who said Brock Lesnar isn't going to face Tyson Fury or. Um, Cain Velasquez at Mania, which the original thought was either one of them or both of them. At so either a singles match versus one of those two or a triple threat versus both of them. Uh, and then the rumor is that it's going to be Ricochet. So maybe Ricochet wins the the Rumble. I don't know. Again, and we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, Rumble time coming up. Lesnar is supposed to. Uh, I think he's supposed to appear on Raw. He's, he on, he's on Raw this week. This week, so, first one. So maybe we'll see something tonight, or I'm sorry, tomorrow. Yeah. Raw. Um, we kind of talked about that rumor last week, right? With Ricochet, right? Um, last week, two weeks ago. Whenever. If you really want to know our opinions on it, go back and listen to last week's episode. I don't remember it. So, um, we we went in pretty good detail of it. Right. We right, went, right. We, were, we dived in. Right. But what my point being with the whole not knowing or knowing WrestleMania thing is this: fans, calm down. Calm, Calm down. Calm down. You know, because so what if if they do or don't have an idea? So right. what? Right. That adds to the excitement. We, we It does. It adds to, because it's unpredictable now. We don't know who's going to be what. I in, in my opinion, I couldn't tell you one Mania match that I can see forming right now, and that's not a bad thing. This is a great thing for wrestling fans. Oh, for sure. True, solid wrestling fans, you want to be surprised for this stuff. Right. You shouldn't want to go into WrestleMania being like, these matches are going to suck because I don't want to watch Roman Reigns versus 
Brock Lesnar again. I don't want to watch Roman Reigns for, or uh, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. I don't want to watch Brock Lesnar demolish anybody and everybody. Right. Now, if he versus, if he faces Ricochet, obviously that, unless Ricochet gets a really big push, which uh. I've read there are rumors that Paul Heyman is a big supporter, along with Buddy Murphy and Aleister Black, which is why they're getting a lot of TV time. I, I read that because well. We need to wrap up here soon. Yeah. I got one last thing, and then I'll let you finish it out, and we'll wrap up. Um, Vince Mc, Vince and uh, who was it? Brute was it Pritchard? No. Vince and somebody else weren't at Raw this week. This past this past Monday, so that left Paul Heyman in charge. That's why it was a fairly good Raw. Not saying that Vince and and whoever else the other guy was. Not that they can't put on a good show. But do you think they would have given Murphy and Black that much time on TV? Yeah. I don't think they would have. I it, think they would have. I it, think... Re- I don't... I don't I, on a, I, and again, we can agree to disagree with this, but I don't think they would have because I don't know how well Vince values the two of those guys. Um, I can see your point. And like I said, we're going to agree to disagree for time's right, sake. Right, right. Um, but when you have two guys that you know can put on a good match, eventually, whether you see something in those guys or not, you're going to have to let them take the airtime because... Well, yeah. But, to a certain extent, sure. But, I mean, we know how Vince is with booking sometimes. Right. And um, time, time restraints. And the Raw wasn't even great. It was okay. It was an okay Raw. Um, I thought it was all right. I thought it was fine. I liked it. I, I, uh, up up until the end. Since and you then, got three final thoughts, I'm going to put one more final thought. I didn't in. get a final. I didn't get three. You got I got three. I got one. You got yeah. one and a half. So okay. I'll give my half thought. You got at least one and a half, dude. You got one and a half because you commented on mine, so you're done too. Oh, well, here's something you and I both agree with. All right, though. What is it? Stop doing the squash matches with freaking Eric Rowan. No, I actually like those. <laughs> Do you? Okay, let me ask you this: in a very I serious enjoy question. Watching him beat up. Do you enjoy it because they peek in the box and next thing you know they're getting body slammed nine times? No, it's just funny to watch them try and run around and get beat up. Yeah, but it gets old. It, Not, it's old. It gets old when you watch it every week with the same consistency, but these don't have the same consistent moments. They kind of do. Not really. They go, they look in the box, they run away, they get back in the ring. Eric look, Rowan some of them, punishes him well, and then chokes him. Because Monday, the guy didn't even look in the box. He ran underneath the ring and then out the side, stood up, looked, and saw the box was right there, and he knew, oh, crap, Eric Rowan's probably behind me, and then got beat up. But Unlike where when it's Braun Strowman, and he beats down James Ellsworth and gives him a running power slam, and he's done. Next week, same thing. He beats the guy down for a second, and then running power slam, he's done. Well, yes, I... I see your point, but also there's a difference. You had a lot more squash matches on Raw too. McIntyre beating up on Hawkins and Ryder. Come on, and I I gotta think this is going somewhere. Has to man. I don't why? Know. But but McIntyre should not be involved in a low card well, match why I like say that. It's gonna it's gonna lead to something. And didn't Andrade have a squash match too, which got interrupted and turned into a match with Ricochet? Yeah, I don't know. I. Yeah, I'm not. This is why I'm not hired. This is this is why we don't work for WWE and we just you know do podcasts on our own time. Yep. But anyway. Yeah, but speaking of po- this is the end of this podcast. Yeah, this is gonna be the end of this podcast because we are over the hour. Episode. Maybe we should clarify the episode. Uh, they're probably like, man, what? 
three episodes and they're done? Man. No, no, we're not. Three yeah, strikes, we're, not, we're, we're out. We're not done yet. No, we're, we have plans to go further and beyond. Three episodes. So, all right. So yeah. this has been the Wrestling News Central podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope you tune in next week. I'm Raceland. Alongside me was James. Have a good day.